Welcome to the KSL Popcorn Report. My name is Jacob Klopfenstein. I'm the entertainment and breaking news writer for KSL.com. With me, as always, is Yvette Cruz, my co-host. Welcome, Yvette. Hey. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Oscars, since we did talk about some of our predictions and hopes uh, last episode before the ceremony actually happened. We're going to talk a little bit about the winners and what we make of them. First off, though, I'm going to talk about a movie I saw this week called Onward, which is the newest film from Pixar, uh, Pixar Animation Studios. Of course, you know them from the Cocos and Toy Stories of the world. Uh, they're out with a new film this year. This is one of two, I believe, that they're going to be releasing this year. Uh, the other one's called Soul with uh, Jamie Foxx, and that one's out a little bit later this summer. But first up is Onward. This stars Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, who you'll probably know from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They star as two elven brothers. Elven brothers, I guess. I think they're supposed to be elves. <laughs> they're they're blue and they have long pointy ears. Yeah, so I, I guess. think that sounds elf-like. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, the the premise is basically that they they're growing up in the suburbs of a world that was once like a fantastic magical place. People used to use magic routinely in this world but then they discovered electricity and <laughs> so now they the intro of the movie kind of goes into like the history of the the magic and uh, it's it's place in this world that they live in and it says you know, people used to use magic a lot, and there were lots of wizards and people who knew ma- magic all over this world, but it was difficult to master magic and to be able to do it well. And so as soon as somebody invented electricity, they figured they could just flip a switch, and that was way easier than, like, memorizing spells and whatnot. So I thought, yeah, I thought that was a really kind of clever, funny premise, a, a really interesting twist on, like, the... Uh, technology is is taking over our lives kind of thing because it then it then kind of goes into magic eventually got phased out because everybody just took the easier route in like using technology and electricity so i thought that was kind of funny in times of old the world was full of wonder and magic but times change Morning, Mom. Hey, birthday boy. By the laws of yore, I must dub thee a man today. Kneel before me. That's okay. I have a gift from your dad. He just said to give you this when you were both over 16. (gasps) No way! It's a wizard staff. Dad was a wizard. What? Your dad was an accountant. This spell brings him back. For one whole day, Dad will be back. What? Back? Like, back to life? That's not possible. It is with this. I'm gonna meet Dad. So for the last couple of years, Pixar has mostly been doing, like, sequels. They did uh, Incredibles 2, Toy Story 4, I think yeah, is the, the latest one. And then uh, another Cars sequel, I believe. Um, and then, of course, Coco, which was oh, an yes. original movie. Um, that's the only one out of those I've seen. I know you've seen that one as yeah, well. Yeah, I've seen Coco. I think that's honestly the probably the most recent one. And that was come from a couple of years ago. That's probably the most recent one I've seen. Um, I do love Pixar movies, and I do yeah. love all the Toy Stories. And I, uh, like, I'm trying to think. Oh, Up is one of my favorite oh, yeah, ones. Yeah. I love that one. Um, is Inside Out Pixar? Yep. 
Okay. Yep. Oh, that that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love their movies, but I, um, as far as um, sequels go, I don't think I've watched very many recently. Yeah, I've, I've missed out on the last few from them. I never saw Toy Story 4. Yeah, same. Yeah, so I'm, kind of, I'm excited that they're kind of releasing two new yeah. original movies this year. With Onward, and so to get into the rest of the premise, the two, the two brothers, their names are Bailey and Ian Lightfoot um, <laughs> is their names. Um, Bailey is Chris Pratt. He's kind of the, he's the older brother and is kind of obsessed with this uh, board game that's kind of has some fantastic and magical elements. And he drives a van that's got like a, a unicorn <laughs> airbrush painted on the side of it. And so he's kind of this like fantasy geek type character is the older brother to Ian, who's Tom Holland, who's more kind of a meeker, um, shy character. Um, so it explores their relationship and and eventually they they discover that their father, who has passed away some years back, has left them a gift on uh, Ian, who's the younger brother. It's it's his birthday, it starts out. Um, and they discover that their father has left Ian a gift of an ancient magical staff, and he's also left, left them instructions on a spell that will bring him back for one day. So the the so they they'll get to to spend a day with their father, um, but and I don't want to get too much into spoilers. What I just mentioned is is mostly in the trailer, so it's not giving away too much. But uh, they they end up having to basically go on a quest to figure out how to do this spell. By by now, if you've seen Pixar movies, you kind of know. Uh, like what to expect from them you, you know they have beautiful yeah. animation waterworks all the way right I exactly yeah so again. like a creative premise yeah beautiful animation some silly humor and then yeah. of course at least one scene where you're gonna just cry <laughs> uncontrollably yeah. right so um and you know like i said i don't want to want to give away too much but suffice it to say that this movie does include all of those elements <laughs> <laughs> um, way to go pixar <laughs> yeah yeah um i thought it was you know it it focuses a lot on the the relationship of those two brothers and how, you know, they're very different characters, very different types of people. You've got this one character who's like this boisterous, kind of enthusiastic, you know, a type of guy that Chris Pratt would play, right? Um, and then you have the the younger brother who's shy and he's kind of, you know, he's supposed to be like 16 so he's kind of growing up and and kind of becoming an adult in in a way and just figuring out who he wants to be and uh, I thought it was really interesting pairing those two together because if you have a sibling and I've I'm I have a younger brother and it's just the two of us you know you can be very very different from your sibling right but like they're still your family so you still yeah have love in your heart for them. And I thought it kind of explored that dynamic of like how siblings can be super different from each other, but still share a special connection. So yeah. And me being an, an older brother as well. Um, yeah. Kind of hit home a little bit, I guess for me. Um, but I thought it was really interesting the way it explored the two, the two siblings and their relationship with each other. I, I would hope it would make kids realize that they should, I guess, respect and uh cherish their their siblings <laughs> yeah i'm already like starting to like sort of tear up yeah, and, like this yeah. premise um i kind of got the same vibes from i have an older sister and it's just us mm -hmm. two so i kind of got the same vibes when i saw um as far as like disney and uh, pixar go uh, frozen um which yeah. has the two sisters and 
they're like sort of dynamics. And there's more to the story, obviously. It's, and it's right, it's different right. too. But I had the same like, man, Pixar, why are you doing this yeah. to me? Like, yeah, I love my sister. Yeah, it's, yeah. So I'm getting this vibe from this one too, and so I I can see how it's definitely uh, going to be an emotional yeah. film for some. I, I really liked the how it focused on on the two the two brothers, Chris Pratt especially. I mean, he's known for being like a a very charismatic and yeah. lo- lovable guy, mm-hmm. I guess. And and he definitely I thought stole the show. Like I said, this the, his character Bailey is this kind of super enthusiastic but kind of buffoonish but endearingly so yeah. kind of character. And it's you know it's exactly the type of character that you'd expect from a guy who you know played Andy. Dwyer on Parks and Rec. So yeah, the rest of the cast, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus plays the the mother of the two brothers and Octavia Spencer plays a manticore. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, so just a supporting character that they just happen to meet along the way. Yeah, I thought that the scenes with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, the, the two main characters, were really the the focus of the movie and what I wanted it to stick with. Every time it moved away from them, I was kind of like, eh, can we get back to the main story here? Did it do that a lot? Not not a whole lot. Oh, okay. Not so much that I was, like, getting super bored oh, with okay. the, the, the other scenes, um, but definitely was much more interested in the two sets siblings than I was with the, you know, anterior plot scenes, I guess. Like I said, you know, if you if you've seen Pixar movies before, you kind of know what you're getting into. And this this does have all the elements you would typically expect from a Pixar movie. Uh, I think it's it's good. I wouldn't put it up there with, you know, like some of my favorite Pixar ones are up, which you mentioned. Wally Inside Out as well. I don't think it's quite on the level with those. Oh, and Coco as well. But I wouldn't put Onward quite up there with my, you know, favorite top Pixar films. But I think it's good and it's it's worth seeing and you know if, if you like Pixar movies you you'll surely find something to like with this movie like I said if you're looking to take your kids to it it definitely has a great message especially if you're if your kids have siblings it it definitely will show them something meaningful and and give them something to to think about your boys are in grave danger hold on <laughs> how are your boys doing a crisis So yeah, that's onward. That actually doesn't open for a couple weeks. It opens March 6th. So uh, we've got a couple weeks yet before it comes out. This week also coming out is the Call of the Wild movie with Harrison Ford and a uh, CGI dog. Have you seen previews I saw the, for that? I saw the, yeah, I saw the previews. I didn't know it was a CGI dog. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a real dog. It's pretty weird. I it's been it's been getting pretty pretty decent reviews. Yeah. I guess it, honestly, it looks really weird to me. But yeah, it, you know, it looks weird. It, but it also looks like if you like animals, it looks like it's one. Of, it's also going to be a tearjerker. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll have a review of that here on on KSL.com within the next couple of days, and then also releasing in the Salt Lake City area this weekend is a horror film called Brahms The Boy 2. I don't know too much about that one, but Mm. it's getting released. So there you go.
All right, we're going to move on and talk a little bit about the Oscar winners. Uh, last episode, we did talk a little bit about some of our predictions and some of the movies that we wanted to see win. So uh, we thought we'd talk a little bit about the winners after the ceremony happened. Obviously, the big story, I think, from the the Oscar show this year was Parasite winning Best Picture, which uh, if you last listened to the last episode, you know I'm a huge fan of Parasite and, and you really enjoyed the movie as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, what did you what did you make of? of Parasite winning the winning the big one. I was really happy that it did. Not only the big one, but several other categories. I thought, I, I think it's a big move, and I am really happy about it. It's the first foreign language film ever to win the best picture category, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I think that's a huge deal. Um, I think I, I get, I do get this from a lot of conversations with people. Some people love films no matter what and will are fine with the subtitles, and some people are not, and that just kind of holds them back from watching certain films. And now you have a film like Parasite that is, that now even after the Oscars, after it won, I'm seeing so many people talk about how they're watching it, how they're finally watching yeah. it, how they're finally yeah. watching it. And I think that says a lot. Like, I think it was a big statement. What about you? Yeah, well, it's funny you mentioned, you know, the subtitles and everything. I think it's the Golden Globes, which Parasite won several awards there as well. In the director, Bong Joon-ho, in one of his acceptance speeches at the, I think it was the Golden Globes, he said, if you can get over the one-inch barrier of subtitles, it'll open yeah. open you up to so many other movies. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if, you know, Parasite winning will have more of an effect on um, you know, will people go out and seek, you know, more international movies, more independent movies, or, or will there still be that kind of barrier, no matter how small, I guess, Bong yeah. joon thinks it is. But yeah, it's, I thought it was really cool to see it win. You know, it is, it is the first foreign language film to, to win the best picture. I guess, are, are you somebody who like goes and kind of makes a point to seek out more international movies or... Um, well, I, so not as much as I'd want to, so I speak Spanish, so to yeah. me, I don't know if that counts as an international film, because okay. I already do speak the language, Yeah. Um, but it's, I, like, if I'm going to compare my English and Spanish, my English is probably 100%, my Spanish, I guess, depending on the conversation, could be anywhere from, like, 90 yeah. to 75%, yeah. so to me, it's still, it's not, it, like, English is the language that I grew up mostly speaking, or I guess, like, well, not mostly, but, like, that's the language that I went to school for and that's so that's where I learned a lot more things so I just feel like I'd get more jokes and just more understanding of things if they're in English so there is a little bit of a barrier sometimes for Spanish but not so much so I don't know if that counts yeah. in like international movie, movie watching because I will watch movies that are in Spanish um, yeah. I'll even like now watch and I just do this because but like I'll watch <laughs> stuff in English with the subtitles in Spanish just to like pick up certain oh, things yeah. which I yeah. think like I've told people before like my, my mom learned to speak English by watching, well, like one of the main reasons she says is watching uh, television in English, and she just had the subtitles on. Oh, so really? she, yeah, so That's that would go back in her. So, like, I mean, another like, I, so when people are telling me that they want to learn a different language, I'm like, oh, just watch whatever you're watching, but you know, watch it or watch it in that language, and then just have the subtitles on in English. So yeah. you know, in case something isn't clear to you. Well, and I went to see Parasite so I could improve my Korean. You know? <laughs> yeah. so, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, see, and that, but the thing is, that didn't stop me from like, I, I don't, I don't think I actively seek them out like I don't think that's a category that I'm like I have to I haven't it's been a 
a while since I've watched a foreign language film. Let me let me get one off my list. Like I, I don't do yeah. that, yeah. but I'm not automatically put off because something is not in one of the languages that I speak. I, so with Parasite, I think I, I knew it was not in English, but I had just been hearing that it was so good. And even without knowing too much about what it was about, that I was curious about it. And so I think the same thing happens with other films. I think if I'm yeah. interested in them, I'm yeah. definitely going to seek them out. Well, and I think with Parasite, the reason why it was so successful, and I mean among many, many things about this right. movie. But, you know, it had so much word of mouth going for it. Like, I remember hearing about this movie, you know, many, many, many months before it opened up in Salt Lake City and I was able to see it. And, uh, you know, I feel like for basically like six months before it opened up in Salt Lake last year, um, I was hearing people on Twitter talk mm, about it. Yeah. And when it opened up and people started seeing it, like, uh, you know, people talked even more about about it and you know i think so i think that success was the success of the movie is in large part due to that word of mouth yeah. and you know the the fact that it's kind of a very resonant message of like division between classes right. and um that's a message that's you know very relevant not only in korea where it was made but right. you know the rest of the world basically yeah. at this point in time you know people are thinking a lot about that topic i think yeah so i, I think it i think it you know, had those those things going for it in addition to it just being a great, great movie. So. Yeah, and the thing about it being a great, great movie is it was, it's one of those things that, like, at some point when I would tell people about it, I'm like, I just, I don't want to hype it up too much because yeah. it was getting so much hype. I did not hear, at least in my circle or people that I know, I did not see a negative review or I didn't hear anything negative about it from the people that I know or the people that I follow on social media. And so at some point when I would tell people, I'm just like, uh, you know, I just, it's good, but, like, go watch it. Make your own judgment. Yeah, because I didn't yeah. want to I didn't want it to be too much and then walk out feeling a little bit unsatisfied because I was so so satisfied when I walked out so I just kind of stopped saying things but every single person was every single person said it lived up to the hype like that movie very much deserved to win best picture because it did live up to the hype right the the fact that it was an international movie and I had to read subtitles would not have been right. a barrier to me. It would have, it would, you know, it was just I heard that it was a good movie and that's why I wanted to go see it. Um, and I do want to say that I I don't know as far as like international films go. I know last year uh, Roma was nominated for Best Picture as well, and that's yeah. also an international film. It's uh, directed by Alfonso Cuarón, and also I loved that movie. It was spectacular. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't even remember what won last year, but um, Green Book. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I. I still haven't seen, yeah. um, which is, is fine with me. You don't need to. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> um, so I think it was cool. And I don't know. I'm not saying I, I don't know if uh, Roma was the first or I don't know, it, you know, if how many other films have been nominated, how many international films have been yeah, nominated for yeah. Best Picture. But I do think it's cool that one was nominated last year and then one was also nominated this year and it won this year. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Roma kind of paved the way, maybe. Parasite did get kind of an Oscar bump in the box office because it's still being shown in, in theaters. And uh, I know that it is still in, like, the, the box office top ten here in the U.S., probably because it, it won Best Picture. People are, people are going out and seeking it out. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how, if the Academy continues rewarding international movies... And, you know, if, if there's, they will start start getting more recognition here in the States. 
So. Yeah, and I think it'll be cool even if just even if people just start to watch them more. I know I saw a lot on Twitter that people were like, if you liked Parasite, check out these other films by yeah. Um, yeah. whether it's the director or other people. But like they were encouraging them, and people were getting really into it. So I yeah. think maybe even if for some people it was a barrier in the beginning, and they just weren't sure that they wanted to sit through a movie and read subtitles for the entire movie. Um, now they've seen how great parasite was and so maybe they'll want to do that with other films so i think that's a really cool ripple effect hopefully yeah yeah i guess you're you're probably pretty used to to watching stuff with subtitles since you mentioned you Mm -hmm. i've watched a lot does it is it a different experience to you watching something with subtitles with no because i i I don't know like i just even when i'm watching stuff in english i use i just like to have the captions on because i may miss something so it doesn't that's why like i guess and maybe people don't, and that's why this is, like, a difference for them. But I, yeah. I just think it's kind of the same. It's like having the—it's like the letters being up there, and you're catching stuff up. And I, I don't know. Sometimes I, like, will zone out for a sec. And so I guess the fact that there's words there and that I can hear um, what's happening is just helpful to me. Yeah. So I, I think for me it's just something that I'm very used to. Yeah. Um, I think with Parasite, I— Definitely had to. I mean, I had to keep up more because I, if I didn't, if I didn't catch what it said, then I didn't. See, I, I don't know what happened because I can't go back, and also I don't speak the language, so I don't know. Yeah. But it didn't happen often. Like I just, I was just very into it, and I was very. I'm also a really slow reader, so oh, yeah. I didn't feel like I couldn't keep up. Yeah. But this could just be me. But I do consider myself a very slow reader, and so. I feel like if I could keep up, it was a fine experience, but yeah. I, I, I don't know. I well, guess it depends. For me, basically, as soon as I have looked at a word, I've read it. It's kind of like an instant recognition yeah. sort of thing to me. So I, when I watch something with subtitles, it's not like I'm trying to move back and forth. And like when I'm reading the words, I'm not like worried that I'm missing something right. that's happening above on screen because it's just like instantaneous to yeah. me. So I kind of wonder if that is a different experience for some people. You know, they're kind of looking down and trying to read the dialogue and wondering if they might miss an image that's happening, you know, yeah. above. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have that personally. Like I, I somehow as a slow reader, I can still take it in and see what's happening. Like at least that's what happened at Parasite. But, yeah. um, but maybe because the movie was just so good to me and so interesting and like so beautiful to watch that it just, maybe I didn't notice, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with it. But. So what about the, the other winners? Were there any, you know, big surprises that you had? surprises I don't know I just I'm kind of trying to think back I had seen a lot of um like people saying like this is what will win this is this is what what should win this is what will win I I looked at a bunch of those I know that we talked about some and you had your predictions too I saw that you uh that night also tweeted out predictions um and and I think like it just seemed like a lot of them were accurate it seemed like a lot of what people were saying uh would happen happen like I Joaquin Phoenix for Joker best actor that was kind of I know that some people wanted someone else I I don't know I, I guess I I did love Adam Driver in Marriage Story um yeah. but I also I know I like I, did, I said I didn't want Joker the movie to win and I didn't <laughs> but I I do think Joaquin Phoenix was the best part of that movie personally I think okay. that um it's not that he didn't deserve the Oscar if I'll put yeah. it that way um so yeah so but it was also wasn't a surprise because I think everybody knew that what was that one was happening that that one was coming and so I didn't feel personally like that was a surprise um Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for supporting actor I loved him in that so I'm fine with that I honestly like I, I think it was between him and I also did love Tom Hanks actually um oh, yeah. I love Tom yeah. Hanks in uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood which I forget that he was supporting like I keep 
he just stood out to me so much that he, I yeah. consider him, you yeah. know, as the the main actor. But uh, but the other guy who I don't remember his name right now, he also did really good. Matthew Reese. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. I don't remember, but I think he did really good too. But I just rem- like Tom Hanks is the one that because he was Mr. Rogers in the movie, and so I think yeah, obviously he was gonna leave a big impact. Yeah. Um, but I do think that Brad Pitt deserved it. So I mean, that one I was fine with. Um, yeah. yeah, like a lot of them were just kind of yeah. I think I kind of expected them one that I we didn't talk about last time but I think it's the only animated short that I saw was Hair Love and I saw that that one and that made me really happy because that move that like short film oh it was beautiful and like it I I was basically crying like from the very beginning when I knew where this was going so it was it was beautifully (laughs) done and I think it was very deserved I didn't see the other ones so I can't speak on those but I thought that was a cool one Um, yeah I saw it with with Hair Love and I I haven't seen any of the short films (laughs) unfortunately that were nominated but I saw that the guy, one of the guys who uh, directed Hair Love six or seven years ago, he tweeted that he was going to win an yeah. Oscar one day. Yeah, Matthew Cherry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, and yeah, and that, so that tweet was going, that's what I was like inspirational all around. I think that tweet, people were retweeting that. And yeah, that was He got cool. to, that was cool. We should all do that. Yeah. Tweet, manifest our. I'm just going to tweet destiny. that out just in case. You know, yeah, you hey, know. You, nev- <laughs> you never know. Six or seven years from now. Yeah, and so I just, it was a beautifully story. It was a beautifully told story. Um, So I thought it deserved to win. I thought that was really cool. I don't know. What about you? What what were your reactions to some of them? Yeah, I guess, you know, there weren't too many big surprises for me. The one thing I was a little bit disappointed in was Little Women did not oh, yeah. win very much. It won uh, for costume design, which I think is very deserved because it was a very yes. beautiful movie and very well done in that regard. Yeah. Uh, it definitely should have won for adapted screenplay in my opinion yeah that's like what did one was that jojo, jojo rabbit, rabbit which, which i did like yeah, but I, don't, yeah. I don't have anything against jojo rabbit as a movie and it's it's good it's well written but yeah. a little woman to me is like one of the best adaptations yeah. i've ever seen yeah that and makes me want to read the book i'm not going yeah. to but it makes me want to so. yeah and i mentioned before in the previous episode how how much i really value greta gerwig's writing and her ability to write dialogue and so i was really really disappointed that Little Women did not get rewarded for that because it definitely, definitely deserved it. Basically, I thought Parasite had really great editing and production design, so um, it didn't get rewarded in either of those categories, which is a little unfortunate, but uh, production design went to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is kind of interesting. I, I, I don't really feel that much about the production personally stood out to me yeah. I, I didn't think it was bad but um and then i th- i believe visual editing went to ford versus ferrari yeah yeah oh, editing right. did go to F- ford versus ferrari i actually did did watch that one how was that i i enjoyed it nothing too special yeah. in my opinion but it was it was enjoyable it the editing was very good in that film it was a film um that's about cars and yeah. racing so everything was like fast moving yeah. and so I, I did i did enjoy the the editing work in that movie but uh, yeah other than that I, I don't have too many big surprises the the other big surprise was that bong joon ho won for director oh, for parasite yeah. which i thought sam mendez was yeah. gonna have that in the bag for 1917 yeah and then bong joon ho won for Parasite and when he when he got that that was kind of the moment I was like okay Parasite might actually win for best picture because like 
as the as the night went on with the ceremony, it was kind of, you know, I feel like 1917 really started out still as the favorite to yeah. win Best Picture. And as it kind of went on, 1917 missed out on some things. And so, you know, at that point when, when Bong Joon-ho won the award for directing, I kind of was like, hmm. I think Parasite's actually going to do this. But what does that mean? Because like, I, I had heard that too, but what what does, I don't understand what that means. Like, does that mean that if one wins, it's like just the chances might go? Because I, I just didn't get how that worked. Like, I don't, I still don't get how the Oscars completely work. Yeah. But, I mean, for yeah. the most part, I think it's a crapshoot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like a... But, you know, if you see a perceived favorite like 1917, like it missed out on the writing awards, it missed out on the editing award, it missed out on the director award. So like okay. at that point when it misses out on some of these other okay. awards, it's like, okay, maybe the members of the Academy aren't as high on this movie as we oh, thought they were. Okay. Um so yeah, that's that's kind of why for me I, as the show went on, I was kind of like, hmm, it seems like maybe nineteen seventeen isn't as highly regarded as people thought it was. So. Interesting. Um, I also think, I mean, I do think he deserved it for um, Best Director, but yeah. none of the cast was nominated for any of yeah. the acting roles. Yeah. So how does that work? I don't know. I don't know why it was passed up for all the acting yeah. awards. I, I'm i not sure exactly how long it had been, but I know it's pretty rare for a film to win Best Picture and not be nominated for any of those acting awards. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit last time, but I wish that there was like an ensemble yeah. acting award. There should be. Maybe that's something they'll add in the future. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah. another one that I heard, because I know ensemble is one that people would like, uh, stunt work is another one that people yeah. think could be added. There yeah. are a couple others. Oh, um, this never occurred to me, So, but I think it's a great point. Uh, like a youth performance, because I don't oh, know yeah. what the... I'm trying to think. I don't even know who the youngest person ever to be nominated for an act or an Oscar was, but it makes me wonder, yeah, why isn't there like a youth performance category? Yeah. yeah. Um, because we do have kids that do, um, kids are just young actors who do a really good job, and I yeah. don't know if they get nominated or, if, or if maybe there's a certain age limit. I've never looked into it, but I thought that would be a really good category. Yeah, some of my favorite performances from last year were by uh, younger actors. Oh. Um, we talked about Jojo Rabbit, yeah. like both of those two leading kid performances performances were great um another actor who i really like um is noah jupe who he's in, he was in ford versus ferrari and then he also is in honey boy from last year oh, have you heard of that see. one yeah the, the shia labeouf one yeah it's yeah the he one. was the boy yeah, Noah oh. Jupe. Noah oh. Jupe plays the who's basically the the young version yeah. of Shia LaBeouf. If you're not familiar with the movie, it's a movie that Shia LaBeouf wrote in which he it's fictionalized, but basically he's playing his own father in in the movie. Um, and I I really 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 enjoyed that movie, and yeah. Noah Jupe was a big part of why I liked yeah. it so much. I thought he was really fantastic in that movie. Um, so yeah, they, I mean, there's tons of great child performance child acting performances all the time and and i think those do tend to go overlooked a little bit 
yeah, I guess that's uh, until next year. I guess we have to start thinking about who will be nominated for the Oscars for next year. I don't have any super early predictions. But yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> it's way, year, yeah. way too soon to be talking about that. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how this uh, this award for Parasite kind of changes future future shows and future award ceremonies. It could be really huge. It could be nothing. Who knows? That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening as always. As always, I am on Twitter. You can find me there at JF Klopfenstein. The show is on Twitter at KSL Pop Report. Uh, Yvette, you're also on Twitter. Yes, I'm on Twitter at Evie Cruz. Yeah, feel free to reach out to us with uh, any opinions you may have. And yeah, until next time, thanks for listening. Bye.